All right, listen, guys. It's Monday, October 10th. We're going to do Psalm 112. But first, I'm going to pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for helping us to prioritize the day better. I thank you, Lord, for my children, each one of them. And thank you for help. I pray, Jesus, that they would all be healthy in Jesus' name. And we command every infirmity to dry up and leave right now. Lord Jesus, we remember Christine also. We pray a blessing on her that she would be healed in Jesus' name. That she is gaining weight, has an appetite, and feed would food would be good to her. That food would taste good to her, that she would get weight on. When I was two or three, was it fun to play with me? We declare this is a new day for her in Jesus' name. Lord God, we pray for Kathy and Karen that every infirmity would be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we just do also remember Amy and the Robe family and um, ask that you would help them and, and their mom in the grief of loss. Lord Jesus, we remember Posky this day on his birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Mosky! Yay! Woo-hoo! Pray for Mosky and her sorrow and her health. We pray for Grandma. We pray for our family that we would be able to follow you and hear you about what you want us to do. Lord God, that you would deliver the six million, that we would know what you're saying, that you would provide um, miraculous uh just in a miraculous way for where you want us to live in Jesus' name. The Bible. And and please and and God please give us Maverick to get Kate a a a thorny a thorny devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh that was a nice prayer. Dear Jesus, please help kids to get a dinosaur that is powerful and keep their dinosaurs. And please, in name, amen. Amen. Well, if he had a dinosaur, then then he would say, protect me from Satan. He would say what? Protect me from Satan. Oh. Oh, dear. Um. Okay, we're going to do, let's see. We also just, we do pray for equip. I pray that um, for the open, it's time to listen. It's uh, pray for the open house, that it would go the way that you want it to go. That you would attract the right families, God. You can. I had to move that. That you would um, be in charge. We just do put you first, God. We know that you want more families, but... We know that you have the right families in mind. Thank you, buddy. Um, I thank you, Jesus, for getting an appointment for the kitty so quickly. Um, let's see. A giant bubble. We pray for Daddy and the men of Equip that they would... Um, we pray for them. Yay! Take their positions as leaders. Um, give them a space in this ministry to uh, use their gifts. We pray for the becoming of a nonprofit in Equip, God. 
God, that you would move that forward. Give us time and energy um, for exactly what you want for that. Lord God, we pray for your projects, for land and a resource center, safe places for the children to go. In Jesus' name. And I do just pray for um, the leadership of Equip that you would make things clear to us. The values, the just everything that you want for it, God. Speak to us prophetically. Um, prophetically. Prophetically. Speak to us perfectly. with accuracy, perfectly. Oh, I thought you were saying prophetic. I did. In Jesus' name. Um, like prophetic. Prophetic. Are you coming back? Mama, Are you coming I'm back? hoping Jubilee chewed this. Okay, that's nice. All right, so Psalm 112. Oh, and Lord, I do pray for my children and their attitudes that they would, um, especially Micah and Cade, uh, do school and work, and and Hopi and Luke and Baby, that they would do school and work with a genuine interest in what they're learning, that they would enjoy it, that they would do hard things well, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight oh, man, in obeying his commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. Oh, this is speaking right to my heart. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. Light shines in the darkness for the godly. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and power. I need a toy. Oh, and honor, rather. The wicked will see this and be infuriated. They will grind their teeth in anger. Thank you, Daddy. They will slink away their hopes thwarted. Maybe when Mommy's finished in transition, you can ask nicely to go get it. Final order. That was Psalm 112. So now we're doing Proverbs 15. But get the, the sand out of them. To 17. We'll do 15 to Sorry, 17. Proverbs. <laughs> 17. No, no. He hit him by the skull. That's not okay. That's not okay. What do we do? He cannot. He cannot. Yes, of course he can. But, you know, who has the bandwidth to constantly follow babies and cats around? Me do. Okay. 
Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent both are detestable to the Lord. Mommy, you play for my tickle? For your tickle? Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Do you want a tickle to stop? Yeah. Okay, where's your tickle? It's like here on my, on my, on my shoulder. Okay, yeah, in Jesus' name, we command that tickle to stop. Right now in Luke. We say tickle be found and gone in Jesus' name. You, hey, tickle, you are grounded for a lifetime. Why would tickle, it say... Tickle, you are grounded. Listen, why would it say acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent... Are detestable to the Lord. Why would it say that? Huh? What does acquitting mean? That tickle makes me hard. You guys, what does acquitting mean? Echo. Saying somebody who's guilty is innocent. Oh. What? Like letting them off the hook, not punishing them, not disciplining. Why would it be detestable to the Lord? Like ugly to the Lord. To let the guilty get off of their discipline. They can't earn, right? And it's not fair, right? Huh? It's a can. Oh, yeah. If you let somebody off and you don't discipline them, the Lord doesn't like that. If you let a bad person go for free, Generally, the Lord doesn't like that. Why? He loves people. Luke, you're not listening. Does the Lord want people to be disciplined? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so they can get killed. Why does condemning the innocent make the Lord angry? The innocent are people that haven't done something bad. Then I will kick them and punch them on the face. Listen to me. The innocent have done good things. Why does the Lord say, when you do good things, you've done good things. Why does the Lord say, letting the innocent go for free? I mean, punishing, accusing the innocent is bad. Why does the Lord say that? Because he likes us. Yeah, it's not true, right? If God punches the the evil spirit, then he will punch the evil spirit out of the heaven. He like said, this. it's actually detestable to the Lord like this. to condemn the innocent. Like this. Okay, sit. Um, the Bible says in Proverbs 17, verse 16, it's senseless. Listen to me. Listen to me. It's senseless to pay to educate a fool since he has no heart for learning. What does that mean? It's senseless to pay for a fool. Cade, I need you to put the kitty in his room by his food, please, and come right back. I'm just not done with it. It's senseless to pay to educate a fool since he has no heart for learning. Why does the Lord say that? Why does God say that? It's senseless to pay to educate a fool since he has no heart yeah. for learning. It's how to punch when he, when he punched a boy spirit. He's not talking about that. He says it doesn't make any sense to pay 
to teach a fool. Oh, yeah. Why? Because because the Holy Spirit is bad. The Holy Spirit is good. Cade, why does the Lord say, it doesn't make any sense, it's useless to pay to educate a fool? Because they're dumb. He says they have no heart for learning. Oh, yeah, they, they don't want to learn, and they're just going to drowse off while you're trying to teach. Yeah, it doesn't even make any sense to educate yeah. a fool, right? If you listen to your teacher, then the teacher says, then she says that. Yeah. Okay, what about this, Hopi? A friend is always loyal. It means good. Yeah, a friend is loyal. That means that they'll always stick by your side. Amen. Oh, thank you. What does it mean to say a brother is born to help in time of need? Can you give me my head? What What does it mean? Think about what it might mean. A brother is born to help in time of need. Oh, a brother's born to respect, help, and protect. That's right. Oh, is there I a see reason? It. From the I see it. Is there a reason that God gives you your fixed. siblings? I need a head yeah. fit. Kofi, what? Why is a brother born? Because no, they wanted Jesus to be God and save them. Listen to this. Luke, you're not listening. Listen to this, Hopi. A brother is born to help in time of need. Why is a brother born? It's to help and need. To help in a time of need. Luki, why do you have siblings? Why do you have Hopi and Cade and Micah and Victor? Say, because God wants me to have their help. That's right. Mommy, can you can you call you my name? You game next. Do you know what that means? Yeah. That means you guys have to help each other. Mommy, I want. But mommy. What? Hope, did he have that first? Who's is it? Uh, Luke's Martin's got destroyed. Hmm? Uh, if this is Luke's, give it back. Well, not all of it is Luke's. Only this is Luke's. Okay. But can you give... Can no, you give not that. Luke's. This? Yeah. Uh-huh. What's your heart? Oh, and also this is yours. Hey. That is yours. I will pick it up. All right, listen to me. This is a message about Babylon. This message came to me concerning Babylon, the desert by the sea. Disaster is roaring down on you from the desert like a whirlwind sweeping in from the Negev. This is uh, God telling Isaiah about what's happening to Babylon. And this is his vision. I see a terrifying vision. I see the betrayer 
betraying. The destroyer destroying. Mommy, I Are hope you... that never happens to us. Thank you. You just pray. Jesus, please protect us. Jesus, please protect us. Good job. Okay, go ahead, you Elamites and me. Attack and Jesus, lay siege. please protect us. I will make an end to all the groaning Babylon caused. My stomach aches and burns with pain. Sharp pangs. Listen. Sharp pangs of anguish are upon me. You're both not listening. Do I need to take those away? Okay, you need to listen. Sharp pains of anguish are upon me like those of a woman in labor. I grow faint when I hear what God is planning. I am too afraid to look. But mommy, how do you fix this? My mind reels and my heart races. I longed for evening to come, but now I am terrified of the dark. How do you fix this? Look, they are preparing a great feast. They're spending, they're spreading rugs for people to sit on. Everyone is eating and drinking, but quick. Grab your shields and prepare for battle. You are being attacked. Meanwhile, the Lord said to me, put a watchman on the city wall. Let him shout out what he sees. He shook. He should look for chariots drawn by pairs of horses and for riders on donkeys and camels. Let the watchman be fully alert. Then the watchman called out. Day after day. Listen. Day after day, I have stood on the watchtower, my Lord. Night after night, I have remained at my post. Now at last, look, here comes a man in a chariot with a pair of horses. Then the watchman said, Babylon has fallen, fallen. All the idols of Babylon lie broken on the ground. Yeah, and we do pray that Jesus, that the idols in America will fall to the ground. Oh, my people, threshed and winnowed, I have told you everything the Lord of heaven's armies have said. Everything the God of Israel has told me. And now... Isaiah is going to get a message about Edom. Edom. I need the top of the mouth. This message came to me. This message came to me concerning Edom. Someone from Edom keeps calling me. Watchman, how much longer until morning? When will the watch when will the night be over? The watchman replies, morning is coming, but night will soon return. If you wish to ask again, then come back and ask. The message about Arabia. This message came to me concerning Arabia. O caravans from Dedan, hide in the deserts of Arabia. O people of Tima, bring water to these thirsty people, free to these weary refugees. They have fled the sword from the drawn sword, from the bent bow, and the terrors of battle. The Lord said to me, within a year, counting each day, all the glory of Kedar will come to an end. Only a few of its courageous archers Luke. will survive. I, the Lord, the God of Israel, have Is spoken. I have a question for you. Who else did God did God give a vision about in Isaiah? We're in chapter 21. Who else did God give a vision about, Cade? Edom. Oh, Edom and... Uh, there was one... We we talked about Babylon. Then, then, then we, we talked about Edom. Edom. And then who? Syria? Arabia. Oh, okay. Good guess. Arabia. This message came to me concerning Arabia. Now, can you give me the other leg? 
He said, O oh, caravans from Dedum, Dedan, hide in the deserts of Arabia. He told them to hide. O oh, people of Tima, bring water to these thirsty people, food to these weary refugees. They have fled from the sword, from the drawn sword, from the bent bow, and the terrors of battle. You guys just pretend you Do you guys understand what happened? Not a log and a face. What it what happened? The This is the face. What did he tell the people in Arabia? Now let go when you put the face on. But I can't. I know, that's why you can't put it on. Hope you're not listening. He told them where to hide. Where did he tell them to hide? We, we told you before, we were not talking about Syria. Sit down. You're supposed to be listening. I'm going to say it again and see if you can tell me. This message came to me concerning Arabia. O caravans from Dedan, hide in the deserts of Arabia. Oh, deserts of Arabia. They're in the deserts. What is he going to do for them? Help them. Help them? How is he going to help them? By helping them build I'm going to read a verse and tell me if you can tell me. Tell me how he's going to help them. O people of Tima, bring water to these thirsty people. Oh, he's going to help them by bringing water. Food to these weary and refugees. Food. Yeah. What does he tell the people of Tima about the refugees? What? What does the Lord tell the people of Tima about those refugees? About the refugees? What does the Lord tell the people of Tima about them? That they're going to attack He said... They have fled from the sword. Oh, they have fled from battle. Yeah, that's right. Good. Okay. Is how many people are gonna survive? Only from Kedar. Only a few. Or like just five. a few, you're right. Just a few. What kind of people will survive? Whoever attacked. It said just a few of its courageous archers. What's an archer? Kid, what is it? Yes, good. That's very good. I'm proud of you. That's very good, Kid. This is um, season four, episode one twelve. By the way. Okay, and then I'm gonna do the chronological. Kid, bring me the chronological Bible, please. Put that back in the hallway, Luke. This? Yeah. 13.43. Okay. I hope it's time to listen. To remind me, I told, I taught you guys Thursday. Um, Jesus talked about he described his family. Who was that? Uh, Moses. The, the, the disciples and us. He said, 
You, he said, who wanted to see Jesus? His mother and brothers, right? Could they get to him? Yes. They couldn't get to him. Uh, no. Come here. Hope, sit down. And who did, who did Jesus tell everybody was his real mother and brother? I want to get a new toy. No, not everybody. It was somebody specific. I want to get Those a that boy. were doing what? The disciples and Mary? Those that were listening to his teaching. Oh, that. Those that were listening to his teaching. What? Go quickly. So Jesus considered those that also do his will. That do what he says. That's what he says. Those are his family members. Now we're going to learn the parable of the four soils. This is actually long, and it's in three different passages. So I'm going to read Matthew today. Matthew 13, 1 through 23. Let's see what we can learn. Um, this is the parable. Oops. of the four soils, and I'm just gonna do Matthew. Matthew 13, one to 23. Luke, come listen, please, so you can learn. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and Lord Jesus, I just do pray that you would open our hearts to understand this. Help us pay attention. Later that day, same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. So what was happening when Jesus left that house? Um, they were talking about him. He was just doing what? He was walking and sitting down. He was in a house. What was he doing in the house? When everybody was, he was teaching. That was really good, Kate. I said preaching. Preaching, teaching, same. So it was super crowded. How do we know that it was so crowded? Because people wanted to hear the churches. Yeah, but what in the Bible lets us know how crowded it was? I don't know. His mother and his brothers wanted to see him, but could they get to him? No. They couldn't even get his to mother him. Mother and brothers. So many people. Pat, what are you doing? So later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. Can you close your eyes and tell me if you can picture Jesus sitting next to a lake? Yeah. Okay. A large crowd gathered around him. So he got into a boat. Did he want this crowd around him? No, no. Maybe not. I, it doesn't really say. Okay. Hope you close your eyes and tell me if you can picture Jesus sitting by a lake. I did it, Mom. Close your eyes. See if you can picture Jesus sitting beside a lake. Are you obeying me? Well, I don't know where it is. got to close your eyes. And see if you can picture in your heart Jesus sitting next to the lake. Right here. Believe your heart and believe that Jesus is Lord. Can you see him sitting sitting next to a lake? Right in the middle. Okay. And then, do you know what happened to him? Close your eyes. All these people came up to him. So he got in a boat. 10,000. Can you picture him getting into a boat, you and Cade? 
Can you picture Jesus getting into a boat? It's in this part. He's he's going around in this part. Okay. Can you picture it, Cade? <coughs> okay. Luke, come here. Take it. What's it now? Okay, now I want you to see if you can picture Jesus the kitty is standing on the boat. He shouldn't. Take the oatmeal away. Can you picture, did somebody feed the cat? Maybe you want to feed him. You get money for that. Um, picture, picture, Kate, if that's your attitude about your list, you were going to take the list and the opportunity to make money away. Um, picture Jesus on the boat with lots of people on the sand, on the shore. And he's going to tell lots of stories. Luke, put that in the hallway and come back. Okay, give him some wet food. The wet food's in the refrigerator, I think. So, this, this whole place is where there's land, and this place is where there's water. Okay. Jesus is love. It's like a whole word. Jesus is love. Okay, Luke. Luke, I keep having to repeat myself. Kate, shut the cabinet. Shut the cabinet. Luke. What? I, I keep, I'm getting frustrated. Okay, Kate, only one tablespoon. Yeah. And then shut him in because Jubilee will jump in there. Shut him into the bed, his bedroom. Yeah. Or his living room. Because Jubilee will steal his food. All right. Luke. He's putting, he's putting his bag in the hallway. Okay, I'm I'm at the end of my rope. Oh, this is the wrong boot. It's not. I know that. Just give him a tablespoon. Thank you, Hopi, for sitting where you're supposed to. Thank you, Cade, for doing what I asked. Okay. Luke? This would take 15 minutes if people sat and didn't interrupt. I just dropped this. Didn't leave. I just dropped this. But I'm the goddess one. Because I'm sitting in my seat. I appreciate you sitting, but you also do interrupt me. You can do better in that. He's taking your oatmeal. I told you he'd steal it. No.
the kitten in your bedroom. Did you? Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to say it again. Your chair belongs there. Thank you, dear. Thank you. I'm going to get this up. Thank you. I'm going to get this up. Okay. I need Luke, but I'm going to read. Luke! Luke, come on. Okay, listen. He told many stories in the form of parables such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across the field, some seeds fell on the footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they didn't have deep roots, they, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Can we watch a video of Shh, maybe. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil. And they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. His disciples came and asked him, Why do you use parables when you talk to the people? He replied, You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. But others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. And they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. That is why I use these parables. For they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. This fulfills the prophecy of Isaiah that says, what you hear, When you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and they have closed their eyes so their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it, and they longed to hear what you hear but they didn't hear it. Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed. You're not listening. Well, listen. Don't worry. Hope. Okay, I'll listen. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. 
The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as has been planted, had been planted. I am so happy that you love the Lord.